Hello, everybody, and thank you for joining us on another edition of the Mirror Gaming Walkthrough. We took last week off because we knew, we just knew that the, the world of gaming would be flooded with so much big news this week. So we've got quite the show in store for you today. But this is Mirror Gaming Walkthrough, the weekly gaming news show full of spicy takes and juicy gossip. This week, we're going to be talking about GTA 6 has finally been announced. And then we've also got the PS5 Slim teardowns, which have just released. We'll be talking about that, followed by... Uh, the Legend of Zelda movie, live action. Anyway, before we get into all that, as always, let's roll titles. Are you prepared to go public with your KD online or? No. Everyone thinks he or she is the best football expert on the planet. You see it in the back page of the mirror, you know, deal agreed. I think the most important thing is just to have fun. What? Three tenths. No, what button is it? Well. Hello. We're ready to come for the W, yeah? Ooh, 12. Ooh, here we go. If you can master Second Man Press, you will defend 10 times better. Today, I'm going to be reviewing the PSVR 2 headset. Yes, that's right. We're not operating at a 10. We're not operating at an 11. We're operating at an ooh, 12. We've mastered Second Man Press. And joining me this week, it's me, Aaron Potter, gaming content creator. I've done them already. Matt Aldous is here. How are you doing today, Matt? Yeah, not bad, thanks. Good, good. Loads that is to talk about. On fleek as ever. You're quite colour coordinated, actually. I am today. Yeah, I am. I, I really, I worked hard at it this morning. <laughs> Happy days. So it's lasted all the way through to this afternoon. I'm impressed. Um, we're also joined by She Loves to Laugh. It's hardware expert and gaming content creator, Jasmine Manan. How are you doing? Yeah, I'm doing good. Happy to be here. I feel like I haven't been on the podcast in like months, I think. Is that right? I don't, I don't know. It's been ages. Like I haven't it... been on the last few. We skipped last week. I just feel like I'm no. glad to be back. I'm really glad to be back. Yeah, and obviously people that are tuning in will have noticed that we're coming to you at the slightly earlier time of half past three. That's because there's literally so much stuff going on behind the scenes in lieu of these uh, big announcements that we thought we'd we'd get in there nice and early. But anyway, without further ado, GTA 6 has finally been announced with the reveal trailer coming in December. So yes, earlier today there were reports that a GTA 6 announcement will be happening either during the Take-Two earnings call or before, which happened at half past nine Um Oh, it's still it's still coming, actually. So we got the trailer eventually just ahead of time. Uh, yeah, because Rockstar Games boss Sam Hauser took to his official uh, Twitter account and the Rockstar Games Twitter account and posted that the rumors were true, saying, quote, we are very excited to let you know that in early December, we will release the first the first trailer for the next Grand Theft Auto. We look forward to many more years of sharing these experiences with all of you. And obviously, 2023, it's been 10 years since GTA V uh, first released on the PlayStation 3 and Xbox 360. And December will mark the 25th anniversary of Rockstar Games. So it's really all coming together. The planets are aligning and GTA 6 is indeed real. So first impressions. We all knew this day was coming. We had some leaks last year that confirmed that GTA 6 was quite a ways into development, but um, what are your guys' uh, guys's initial thoughts on GTA 6 being announced? Do you want to go first, Matt? Uh, yeah. Just got. All, I, I, <laughs> I don't really know what to say because it's like it's somebody's just said, it, "Oh, it, yeah, we'll show it to you soon." And it, and until I see that trailer, I don't know how to get excited about it. <laughs> That's kind of where I'm at at the moment. It's like, it's obviously like, I kind of feel like, oh, well, at least we lived long enough to see the release of it. 
because um, it's been a long time coming. But um, but yeah, apart f- apart from that, I'm I'm not like in terms of excitement and stuff. Like obviously, I'm excited to see the trailer. But yeah, uh, early Christmas present. We were talking about this just before the pod. Like for as exciting and like monumental as it is in theory, like there's so little actually out there other than GTA Six is happening trailer next month. And uh, I think more so than the the moment we're currently in, we're going to look back in December, look back on December 2023 as the moment where, okay, that was when the hype cycle well and truly begun, as if the 10 years after GTA 5 wasn't already hype enough. Um, Jasmine, do do you have any thoughts on this? How did you feel about the way they sort of revealed this? I was just about to say that. I was just about to say that. Go for it. I I feel like they could have done more than just like tweet a tweet. I I think um, like I know that it wasn't like anything important. They weren't actually like putting out the trailer or anything like that. But it is the first sort of official confirmation we've had that GTA Six is coming, right? And I feel like they could have just done more. Like I don't know. Yeah, I just I'm feel a bit sad. It was just a bit miserable. It was just a tweet like, "Oh, thank you, everybody." Like, and tweet. We couldn't do this without you. It's like, yeah, duh. Duh, that's how games work. You need us to play the games. Yeah, like that's how games work. I kind of like, feel oh, like they should have just dropped the trailer in December. You know, like yeah, like, yeah, like, exactly. That would have been bigger. That would have felt bigger. But yeah. like, it feels very much like perhaps it's it's all based around like this um, earnings call or like to to help well please shareholders. Like, I think that is part of it. But it seems so silly that okay, they had to have their earnings call in November and not just like hold off on it until December when it could have been just like one big surprise because well, well, I could think have just that... dropped the trailer today or today yeah because I was like... I was about to say I bet the prop the issue might have been that okay Jason Schreier's Bloomberg report confirmed that the trailer and the confirmation was coming but the only reason that he heard that confirmation was coming this week is because confirmation was coming this week so hmm. it's kind of like you know a cat and mouse chicken but and I, I think I feel like they might be saving the trailer for it game awards isn't that next month it is in december yeah so I feel, that's I, speculation i feel like they're they're gonna drop it there they're yeah but why it and it's why, why did the they even if they if they if they did it at game awards i think that's fine right but why did they have to say today that it is coming do you yeah. know what i mean like, <laughs> it just it just really it, it and then for me, the awards would be like sick like everyone will remember mm. it for years like, do you remember that game awards? just, just yeah just like a beyonce trailer. drop of like yeah, just like yeah, yeah. here's here it is like and the uh, game is out now <laughs> yeah that would be amazing <laughs> that's incredible <laughs> yeah but the thing is like it's very rock star like i think the way they're doing it here like they're just so matter of fact about everything like other studios you know months and months to build up their marketing campaigns but now for the next month all we're going to be talking about i know we're inside the industry is what's going to be in the trailer how long's going to be you know how long is the trailer going to be where's the trailer going to show up like i agree we've got very little information but because of the type that it is they just sent people into a frenzy and like you know we're going to be you know Trying, trying to predict all these things because spoiler alert guys i don't know if anybody remembers the gta 5 reveal trailer but it wasn't the best i'll say it was it was more of a tone piece as opposed to like here's the characters you're playing as here's the like location like the gta 5 trailer was like it, they did the classic thing where it was the woman talking like welcome to los santos and everything and it was all very like neutral and dry because rockstar are cool like that and oh, i have t- to imagine you took me right back then you oh, took me right back in the way back machine um 
Before we continue our discussion, though, we've got JD Incinerator in the chat. JD, good to see you as always. He says, "Oh, Aaron has a stubble. That's right, not just stubble, stubble, but a stubble. That's it. That's how. That's how." big the news has been jd i've not even had a chance to shave um and i know matt uh, knows exactly what i'm talking about there uh jd also says gt6 <laughs> has been peddled for ages and i believe that the hype isn't as meteoric because everyone knows about the rumors and speculation everywhere so we don't know what's real and what's not well the leaks last year were very real because rockstar commented on them they acknowledged that there was a data hack and a breach so it's very you know if we get more of that in the in the trailer next month i'm excited but let me i want to take it over to you guys what would you like to see from your first look trailer at gta do you think it's going to be the dry ba basic thing or do they need to do more i mean i i, I, I would... don't think they need to do anything i think people are going to buy it <laughs> people are going to eat it up like don't people... advertise the game it's fine no i just i really don't think they need to people i think like the fact that they've made everyone wait a decade for it people are going to absolutely eat it. it could be the exact same game exactly the same and people, it could have the same campaign, and people, be like, oh yeah, yeah. yeah it's yeah. one game that I think that they could literally just drop out of nowhere. They could have done no, no press or, or like hype build up for it or anything like that. They couldn't. They they would have been able to, you know, in twenty twenty five or whenever it's gonna come out. Um, they could just drop the game and just it's suddenly in the store, and everyone's like, what? That would set the internet on fire. But you know, the way the the way the gaming industry works, Matt, that's never going to happen. Do you know what I mean? No, of course. Boxes but... need to be printed, and you know, trophy lists need to be updated, all that jazz. But it, I agree with you. Yeah. But but what I mean is is like it's one it's one caliber of of game that you could do that. So I don't think I I don't think the trailer is going to be like too revealing of much. Like it's not going to be like we're going to get to see. We'll probably get to see where it's well, a it's little pretty... bit, like you know, pick out maybe be able to pick out a couple of character characters and and a bit more of what the what the yeah. the sort of city and map might might well, sort of we, be like. But we know that it's going to be a new version of Vice City, yeah, which is yeah, my, which is my personal favorite uh, a GTA game. Like it came out a year after GTA Three because of like the eighties tone. It's not set in the 80s. I believe it's modern day, like this one. Well, again, I guess we'll find out when the trailer eventually drops. Um, we've got Maheen Kassor uh, in the chat. Nice to see you, Maheen, as always. Um, I've not completed Luigi's Mansion 3, by the way, so don't uh, you know be too angry. <laughs> but um, Maheen says, so true. They've stolen the spotlight from the Game Awards if it's there. But that's what Rockstar always do, don't they? This is what we were kind of chatting about in Slack earlier. I don't know if you guys were involved in that conversation, but we were just talking about how Rockstar are like renowned for just dropping... like their announcements at the same time as other stuff that's going on like it's just what they've always done so mm. i was expecting them to just drop a trailer one day when some big news broke like here's his yeah. gta 6 trailer by the way while you're already while all the journals are already really busy here you go you know? <laughs> yeah it's funny because nathan bliss obviously um of this parish he always jokes i don't know if he's made the joke on the podcast but he'll always like i think he has yeah by saying like oh but what if gta 6 gets announced and you know lifting the crew up, up a little bit i wake up this morning i check my phone it's 8 a.m and he's dm'd me it's happening it's happening i got a text yeah, at yeah. like eight in the morning or something being like oh my god it's happening <laughs> 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 like, and like fair play to jason schreier for like you know 
at prepping us a little bit, I guess, because that was like, okay, it's coming later this week. And in a way, I think it was a bit of a, a bit of a blessing that it was only a couple of hours later, three minutes. Uh, Everyone was uh, on after, high alert. Yeah. yeah. Three minutes after I went on lunch, uh, I'll mention um, that the proper news <laughs> broke <laughs> and Sam Hauser sent his tweet. But um, yeah, I'm surprised that the internet's still working following the announcement, to be honest, because, um, you know, well, we're going to go talk about another story later, which I thought was going to be the biggest one uh, of the day. But yeah, GTA 6, it, it, it's happening. And again, they've not confirmed that it's going to be at the Game Awards. I guess that would make the most sense. But you have to imagine Jeff Keighley is kind of going to do his best to kind of get that in part of the show because it will get more eyeballs on it than anything, right? I get. I mean, I guess from a professional standpoint, them letting us know um, on X or Twitter or whatever we're calling it these days is... Who knows? Um, <laughs> who knows? Um, is... Uh, at least I can sort of plan if I if I'm suspect I've got an idea that is coming in December I can sort of like plan for it around content stuff and and whatnot so from a professional standpoint I kind of appreciate the tweet but f- yeah. from an everybody else standpoint I kind of you know it's fine that they they did it they could do what do what they want but it, it, I don't know like like it just if it, it was gonna make everything else feel a bit like lackluster because they've got they've run the risk of of like there being massive hype now um and then it like dwindling a bit but then they've obviously got they've (laughs) obviously got like stuff in the back pocket that you know like my my suspicion is game awards so i've got a question for both of you then uh, as i've got a lot because it's a podcast that's what generally happens but uh, on if we're saying it's going to be at the game awards I've broken Jasmine again. Where do you put the trailer for GTA 6 at the show? Again, at it's the not end. guaranteed. Do I you put it at the end, end. or do you, uh, you sure? Yeah, I think so. Because I yeah. think the thing is, is that they kind of know that a lot of people will probably be tuning in because they want to see the trailer. If they have it right at the start, this is what we talk about. Things that you have to think about when you're a content creator. Retention. <laughs> yeah. The big yeah. word. Yeah. But also, also, I think at the end, steals the least amount of limelight from the awards show because yeah. you actually you know you're watching the awards you're enjoying the awards if, if it yeah. came out first every person that would be talking Everyone about the awards that's meant to or be like writing about the, the awards yeah, yeah they, just they would GTA just am- immediately drop the awards to write <laughs> yeah. about gta 6 trailer so yeah. i think it's only fair that it would come at the end and i think that's the suitable place for it because it's like right you know the awards is over and like we've got one last yeah sort of we're gonna thing pop smack to, you now yeah and you can go away yeah. with it yeah i think it was the 2019 game awards where they ended on the xbox uh series x reveal and like that was the last like sort of bombshell bang kind of thing and it was all very like secretive and people didn't know like oh is this a new game oh it's looking really on religion 5 and then you see that like black monolith rise up so i for the most part, I'm in agreement with you that it's probably better for everyone if the GTA 6 trailer comes at the end. But I can't imagine that Rockstar will be like, that almost seems like too predictable for Rockstar for me. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, maybe like, maybe they'll put it a third of the way through. That's what I was going to say. Where do you say that, that in the middle? <laughs> say that, I reckon they're crazy enough to do it. Like Half time. What, slap bang in the centre. Slap maybe. bang. I reckon, Here's an yeah. intermission, guys, and it's a trailer. <laughs> I reckon it'll be in the middle of when they're announcing a winner for one of the awards. <laughs> when Christopher Judge is accepting his reward and giving yeah. his um, 10 minute long speech again, they'll just drop the, the GTA 6. Uh, yeah, I reckon. Yeah. So Maheen's uh, still chatting to us in the chat. Thanks, Maheen. He says, it's either at the end of the Game Awards unless there's a Smash character reveal. Oh, my God. Well, haven't they announced that there's no more Smash characters coming? But then 
who knows? They might have surprised one more surprise up their sleeve. And we've got Scott McRae, news writer himself, says, who cares about GTA 6 when Dragon Ball Z Budokai 10 four is out next year uh and then scott said nah they won't do the game awards would be hilarious if they dropped it the same day though and ruin jeff Keeley's day that's the thing it's like jeff Keeley needs gta 6 gta 6 don't need the game awards but mm-hmm. i feel i kind of feel bad for jeff because people are like trailer for gta 6 coming next month oh it must be at the game awards and then if it's not at the game awards oh, then people are going to come away he's going to get so he's going to get absolutely but, obliterated on but it's not his fault <laughs> It's I know his fault, it's not his fault. It? He's gonna hear. He's never gonna hear the end of it. If I was Jeff, like an hour or so before the awards, I'd be like, "We ain't got it, guys." But let's just yeah, have a yeah, great show. I'd confirm it. But then yeah. they know that if they confirm that it's not coming, the viewership will be lower because they know that a lot of people are tuning in just to see it, and people will stay right until the very end in cases at the very end. That's why they yeah. put it at the end. They'll they'll stay, so he knows. Yeah. So he's gonna play off of that. If it is at the game awards, I I want to know how he's gonna tee it up. Do you know what I mean? Like, what does he say? Like, it's the one you've all been waiting for. Like, if he if he goes and says that sort of stuff, and it's not the GTA Six trailer, then every time it's going to be followed by. Uh, uh, uh. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Well, I I think I think it would just be like, uh, oh, and we've got one last thing, and then everything will go black, and then. The... But then, what if that moment happens and it's not GTA Six, Matt? That's what I'm saying. <laughs> what if he tees what? it up as if it is? It's not his fault. Do you not think he will? Three. He obviously will. Yeah. <laughs> <Just> <laughs> three. Uh, well, Mahin's in the chat. I think he's got a great idea. He says, "I think they'll drop the GTA Six trailer in between Emmerdale." <laughs> <laughs> that, yeah. The, yes. Yeah. Oh, Absolutely. Da, 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 da. GTA Six. Scott McRae's also in the chat says it'll get revealed, give a rough, rough release time, and then get delayed uh, from that, just like GTA Five and Red Dead Redemption Two. Yeah, that's the other um, part of this story. I mean, they've been working on it for so long now. If they delay it, I'm going to be fuming. At this point, don't even release it or reveal it if I you don't have even... a solid release date. I wouldn't even be surprised if it's ready now. I think it probably will be. And and like and and like they they'll spend the next couple of years. Polish, just polish, tweaking polish. it polishing 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 like I, I wouldn't be yeah and they'll and that'll be their marketing because i don't think they would when you've been spending that long on a game like i i think it's kind of it's kind of silly to to like set a date and then be like oh we, we it, it's pie in the sky like we we're but not sure if we're going to so be able normal to the... now for these yeah, giant true. games to be delayed it's so normal that people they... aren't going to be surprised and they have to set the date to please investors. That That's the only reason why we get a lot of dates, even though, you know, internally, you might not know you're not going to hit that date, but it'll keep your stock price afloat uh, before you have to delay it. That's the thing. Um, Scott, oh, I read that out. JD puts his prediction in, says coming September 2025. I, I definitely oh agree. God, I think we're all so far away. I think, we're all I think middle of the year 2025. Yeah, I think yeah, somewhere around there. Yeah, Scott maybe. also says actual gameplay was shown of Red Dead 2 days before launch and it was considered a leak, which tells you enough about how Rockstar market stuff. That's the thing, but obviously we've seen gameplay from GTA 6, guys. We've seen it. We know how it plays. Like, we know how pretty it looks. It's not final gameplay, so it's interesting to see what they do. Adam L, hi, thanks for coming back. Adam L, and yeah, really appreciate you. Says not 4pm yet. I know. We, we just had so much news to talk about that we thought we'd jump the gun and go early. Uh, and then finally, we've got Scott McRae says, oh, man, I've been like five minutes behind. Well, <laughs> so sounds like sounds like a skill issue, Scott, for your internet connection, <laughs> all right? 
That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. But anyway, GTA 6, uh, keep your eyes peeled. And I'm sure that when the GTA 6 trailer does get released, uh, we'll be talking about it on this podcast. So look forward to that. But anyway, ahead of the GTA 6 uh, rumor and then official confirmation, there was another news story that was pretty sizable, I'd say, that I know Matt is, I can see the fire behind his eyes. He is itching to talk about it. He's itching. Um, Nintendo reveals that a live action Zelda movie is in development. So Shigeru Miyamoto took to the Nintendo Twitter account earlier today and announced that a Legend of Zelda live action movie film is in production. Movie film. Miyamoto also confirmed that he would be producing the film alongside Avi Arad, boo, who is best known as the producer on the majority of the Spider-Man films at Sony, as well as a lot of other dodgy bits, guys. Um, alongside the tweet was a press release which confirmed that The Legend of Zelda will be co-financed, this is an interesting point, by Nintendo and Sony Pictures Entertainment, and that West Ball, director of the Maze Runner films and the upcoming Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes, will be directing the film. So, yeah, that's pretty much all the information we've got um, on the live-action Zelda movie. What what do we think? We, we know the main question we want to discuss, but before we get into that, <laughs> before we cast the Zelda movie, um, what are your thoughts on it being live-action over animation? That's my main concern. I'm a bit sad. I'm a bit sad. I'm a, yeah, yeah, how Matt's, yeah. How Matt's sitting right now? Yeah, me. I feel really sad. I, I think... A big point of the Zelda games, I don't even enjoy the Zelda games, and a big point that I see of it is that it's like really, really beautiful to just look at and appreciate, even on a really hideous, ugly console like the Nintendo Switch. Like it's still a really gorgeous game. And I just don't think that live action is gonna do that justice at all in the slightest. I think it needed to be animated. It needed to be sort of delivered the way like a Studio Ghibli movie is delivered. Do you know what I mean? Like mm. just beautiful, oh. scenic lovely like mm. soundtrack it just needed to be like that that's what and you this, want that's what i'm saying it's not going to be like that guys it's not going to be like that it's going to be like avatar the last airbender live action with that oh, little no. bald kid oh no <laughs> i think i think that like that right the first, first of all i've got to say there's loads of things wrong i think that they've already okay. got wrong like okay. not not with not with what you said Where's jasmine the but i think the fridge <laughs> why is the giraffe five stories tall? <laughs> No, I mean, first off, you've got Wes Ball directing it. He's the wrong director. He's done Maze Runner and nothing else. And he's set up to do some big films, but he hasn't done them yet. So we don't know if I he can Maze even Runner do it. I thought Maze Runner was great. I thought the yeah, first well, one was good. Maze Runner, Maze Runner I, I won't say was like the best, but I won't say it was the worst, but it was a copy of three other thra- fa- franchises like it was just trying to be the next Hunger, Hunger Games, Games, the next Games, like yeah. you know, it was trying to be that thing and and divergent, divergent. Diver- that's what I was going to say. Yeah, like <laughs> yeah. even 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 divergent. Like it, it just it it's not it's not the thing. You need the person that to, for this type of project, you need the person that made Hunger Games the franchise. You need the person that made Lord of the Rings the franchise. Yeah, it's, yeah, like, yeah. You need. The Peter Jackson, you need. Can we get Peter Jackson that, in here? Yeah, you need to get somebody that you think could do a really good job to the source material, or um, or so. First of all, I just think the director's wrong, um, and then, and then you've like this co-funding yeah, thing. Right, like, that's one thing. The director's wrong. Carry on. Right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> just a small thing. The director. Yeah, I just don't yeah, think that's the right choice, um, and and then you've got like the the fact that it's co-funded Sony. like which makes me feel like That's it's wrong. because they couldn't get someone to get on board with the project what so do you mean 
Well, well, you don't like typically like Nintendo wouldn't co-fund their own. Well, um, but, so their uh, own pro- saying... like film project. It would be this film studio that would take that. But the the film studio is like I I don't know, and they're I'm like we'll pay for half of it. Like that's what it seems like to me. Um, so that's a bit sort of weird. And then the but but the the debate between whether it should be and I just would need to get to like the end of the the okay, debate okay. between the the animation over live action is like I think there's a, a a for and against for both. I think I personally I think animation will work fantastically for it. Um, the 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 bit that would be let down is because obviously Link doesn't speak. Um, there's a lot more in terms of what you Hi-ya. can. Con- there's or there's a lot less that you can convey. <laughs> that was so that's bad. You, that's all um, you get. But there's a lot less you can convey. Whereas if it's live action, there's a lot more subtlety in the in in the acting that you can bring forward. But you have to, it turning anything live action is just such a massive. Well, I think they chore. can do that with animation. There's a lot of Studio Ghibli movies. This is the one I keep referring back to because it's just what I imagine in my head when I imagine Zelda as a movie. Where there's a lot of characters that don't speak, and it's still. Like... Oh yeah, no. I, that's, I'm saying I'm not saying it wouldn't work, but I'm saying oh, right. the, the the pro for live action is that there's a lot more in terms of the subtlety of like right. like immersing someone into the world of of Zelda. I like, disagree, but it's okay. But I but I don't I don't think that it's an easy thing to pull off and I... and it's something that is very much like a dangerous line to walk and i just don't really think it's the the franchise to turn into a t- television so or movie knew, thing we knew that legend of zelda was was next up given the success of the super mario brothers movie right there's no avoiding it and what i will say is that i'd rather take a live action movie over the 3d animated style of the super mario brothers movie because i think that would look weird um, as like but that, that's suited to Mario Bros, right? Of course. It's not going to yeah, suit yeah. Zelda. So I don't that's, think they would have even gone with that. Yeah. But what strikes me is, because I think me and Matt are both in agreement with you, Jasmine, that Studio Ghibli would have been the gold standard for, mm. or somebody like them, because I know like a couple of the founders of Studio Ghibli spun off and did their own thing. Um, and and it, it's really weird considering that I think it was last year or beginning of this year that we got those like series of Studio Ghibli Star Wars shorts. And I'm kind of thinking like, oh, well, if Disney can get Studio Ghibli to work on Star Wars stuff, why the hell can't they get them to do like Legend of Zelda? And they also did cutscenes for uh, the first Nino Kuni game. So they know, you know, they're in the business of like the video game world. Um, because how do you do you make Link talk in this movie? Do you cast an unknown as Link? Because I can guarantee you now, if you cast Chris Pratt as Link, there's no way he's staying Chris quiet. Chris Pratt? <laughs> Chris Pratt is Mario. Chris Pratt is Garfield. This is true. Um, yeah, but in a live action. Cast him. Cast him. I think anyway. you just said the complete wrong person. I know. That was the point. That was the point. But generally, I know, like, they're going to want a star, right? And that's not the right way to go on about this. Um, I'm just going to go to the comments before we get too far off course. And we're going to cast the Zelda movie, guys. So don't worry. Adam L says, I'm so over video game movies. I'll only watch if Matt promises to tear the plot holes apart. Matt, oh, he definitely of course. Will. Uh, of yeah. course. Yeah. Of course. Tick, tick that off. JD says, live action Zelda would be a great companion to those CDI Zeldas. Well, excuse me, princess. Uh, will Johnson says, completely agree with Jasmine. Yeah, I think we all do. Adam L says, did they cast Tom Holland as Link and Tom Holland as Zelda? 
Well, we're going to get. I into think that. this would have been like the one time where <laughs> if Matt Tom made a Holland. Off, Tom Holland does every character, I'd be like, no oh, yeah, way. that works. It would have worked. I think. He yeah. does have. I, uh, he does have a, a elvish ears, elvish sort of like <laughs> face. Yeah. Um, JD says another example where the Zelda name will carry the film with no concern for quality. I yeah, because that Super Mario Brothers movie, it was very milk toast. It was very safe. And I'm kind of, yeah, have you not heard that phrase before? It was very, like, yeah. vanilla. Um, and I feel like, you know, this is going to be the exact same. But Will calls out an amazing uh, Studio Ghibli film. I don't believe there's any dialogue in it. Is it The Red Turtle? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so there's that option there. Um, right, before we get into the casting, which I know I keep teasing, like, the other question I want to know. You're making a Legend of Zelda movie. It's live action. Mm-hmm. Do you do an, a completely original story, or do you base it off one of the game's ocarina of time toilet princess i was gonna one. say ocarina of time feels like the classic one to go for but because i feel like that was a lot of people's entry points um mm. even i played ocarina of time now i but, have finally but, but then do you cast two links because young link adult link i don't know i'm not the director <laughs> you're not west ball <laughs> i'm gonna start crying in a second i don't know i don't know I kind of agree with Matt in that it feels like everything here is just kind of wrong. So it just far. feels off. It just feels so. It feels off. like the obvious answer, which is Ocarina of Time, is just gonna be wrong. I know that. that's why I'm not even gonna like toy into it too much because I'm wrong. I know I am. I go, Matt. I I think it would have to be like a story from the games, and I guess you've got to think about um like where their vision for for Zelda going if they're going to do a, a one-off like standalone live action movie or or do they want to turn this into a franchise I imagine the latter is more true so you've got to start somewhere where you can then move on from that story or or you know tell that story over three films or whatever you know which is the sort of done thing but I just it, it just all feels slightly off and I just don't I haven't got a lot of confidence for it. Yeah. Well, kind of picking up on your point, what I was going to say is if they don't do Ocarina of Time, which I agree, like every, I feel like even if you don't play games, you hear the the phrase Ocarina of Time and everyone has heard of it. They know what that means. The other thing they could do is go way back to the canonical beginning and tell the story of Skyward Sword, which is, you know, how Link meets Zelda, how Hyrule comes to be. And if you do that, then, then you set yourself a roadmap of stories. Yeah, of it might have to. It, it might have to be something like that because if you're trying to introduce people who haven't ever played Zelda into that that world um, as well, you're like you're trying to capture a new younger audience who haven't maybe played the the games in the beginning or whatnot. You're going to need like some way to tell the story that story of of how they meet and and um, and like you need you need to provide the context around. The, the rest of the the like the ongoing franchise however however long it ends up going on for i suspect just one film but, but do you reckon um, well i just think it'll be i just think it will flop and then they won't do it do anything I, else I with agree, it yeah i mean i you'd hope like considering everything we're hearing because like I, I sort of like hinted towards it before but avi arad okay he's produced like a couple of good films but this is a producer that always seems to have his fingers in the pies of like 
pop pop culture comic book properties like okay yeah he's he's responsible for the spider-man films but guess what he's also responsible for the amazing spider-man films he's also responsible for um he's also responsible for the uh ghost rider movies like and you know both of them are a bit iffy um adam l is in the chat he says jack black as zelda i am in okay okay are we we're continuing to roll on with this show i'm gonna i think so uh, yeah yeah um it's still coming through on my uh yeah I, I, che- I just checked it i just yeah, checked it's, it it's which... working all fine sorry guys i think we've had a connection issue but i think we're back i think that's what's going we're on back. right now i right. think we're we back. didn't say anything too controversial so all good um but anyway <laughs> um right okay cast in the zelda movie we've already mentioned was it tom holland is link are we in agreement on that I'm well thinking... we also no, need tingle not... ganon and zelda i think minimum I feel like, okay, I don't know if Matt wants to go through what he has already sort of been working on. I'm not all the way first, through the list yet. But I kind of, um, as soon as you put in your casting for Ganon, I was like, yeah, 100%. Like, agreed. Couldn't think of anyone better. Um, so Matt put Dwayne Johnson as Ganon. And I just genuinely the... could not think of anyone better for the role. <laughs> I think I think from because I was looking at the um, you remember them AI those AI images that were made to, yeah, uh, like pretending that stuff. Netflix had had um, you know were going to do a live action series and they had Idris Elba. Ooh. Nah, 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 nah. No, and it has to be Dwayne Johnson. It has to be. Uh, or Dave Bautista. I kind yeah. of feel well, like we... well this, this is the thing dave patissa is a much better actor in my opinion than dwayne johnson well we yeah know dwayne johnson's always the same character isn't yeah he? it's just, he's anyway, just yeah. the thing is is it, I, I feel like he's if, the big if, angry stepdad dwayne johnson it. attaches himself to it it will literally be a black adam all over again um oh, yeah yeah uh, and uh so it might be dangerous but um but I yeah just want to I... address the comments in the chat so uh, um Maheen says, what did I miss? And Nathan says, hello, you're back. We are currently casting the live-action Legend of Zelda movie. So far, we're saying The Rock for Ganon, it seems. And Tom Holland is... Is that like a... I mean, I said that, but I don't know. I I mean, I'm... I would... I I think some... For me, Dave Bautista. But Um, I think Dave Bautista's too broad. Like, when I think of Ganon, he's like, okay, he's he's like a chunky guy, but he's also quite tall. Like, or it's like David Bautista, God bless him, like, he's a bit challenged in the neck department, isn't he? Whereas, like, you know, Ganondorf, I don't know, he's got I'm that just stuff like around. Putting up, I'm putting up a picture for myself. I'm not going right. to put this on the stream. I don't, yeah, I don't know. I'm putting a picture I just... of Ganon, Ganondorf and David Bautista side by side. I'm just thinking, it's not really doing it for me. It's, not yeah, it's just like, know. it's just like, you know, like, Elijah Wood isn't actually a hobbit. Like, it's, it's just, you can... Those sorts of things matter less and less and less as as you. Right. Well, what about this? Maheen's coming in with the chat. Terry Crews might be. A oh good my one. god! Oh, how Terry did I forget Cruz. about Terry oh, Crews? Oh, yeah. Come on now. Right, let's how Terry did I forget Cruz. about Terry Crews? Yeah, I'm like Terry Crews. Yeah. And I like Adam L's uh, casting <laughs> for Zelda. Uh, Jack Black. <laughs> Jack Black. Yeah. 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 Well, Adam L's also put in. Honestly, just do Tom and Zendaya. Link. Zelda and it will sell Tom and Zendaya would it would actually be a, a, a draw for people to go and watch like yeah, this 100%. this couple Hollywood 100%. couple that are like everyone lo- loves because they're you know so Robert cute Pattinson or whatever. And Kristen Stewart they still got it come on let's get them back in <laughs> and uh, but I I kind of think I kind of like I kind of think that 
Timothy Chalamet is a better casting for for Link. Um, for and Link. then what they can get Kylie Jenner in as as Zelda. I mean, who do I, <laughs> I don't want to. I don't want to spoil it. That's, but... that's a Hollywood couple, isn't it? They can get men, and then all the all the sixteen year olds will go and watch it. I mean, it'd be great casting. I think Nintendo are targeting like teen audiences. Do you know what I mean? It's going to be a no, yeah, yeah. I think they're definitely targeting um... Brooklyn Nine Nine viewers. I (laughs) I think they're just going for like they're pulling on the heartstrings of people that are going to feel nostalgic about about the franchise. Um, People that like played it as kids and stuff, and now they're going to go and watch it and take their kids to watch it, type of thing, and introduce their kids to the the series. Is my thought process with it. Yeah. People, yeah, people like Nathan. People, Nathan will go and he'll watch it with his his daughter. And, but you need yeah. you what you want. I think I feel like I feel like when if if it's if they're gonna um gonna like target an older audience and sort of bank on the nostalgia of the story aspect, then we want good actters. Mm-hmm. We want sure. very good actors. Like yeah, Terry Crews is great. What yeah. do you mean? Yeah. No, no, I'm talking. I'm and I'm so I'm. I'm talking about like I don't think there there should be any. I would worry about like um, sort of gimmick casting. Yeah, yeah. Like I'm I'm tempted to say just make it. And they won't do this. Just make Jason it Momoa is Gannon. Jason Momoa is Gannon is a good shout. Well, yeah, but Nathan, that's from Nathan. He just a minute ago said Ben Kingsley is Gannon. Oscar-winning actor Ben Kingsley. Tilda Swinton is Gannon. Tilda Swinton. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think uh, um, I think what you said is right. I think if they just sort of did a bunch of unknown castings, I think that's what would work best. And you'd say you'd save money that way as well. Do you know yeah, what I mean? they don't I need like... to have big names attached to this movie. I think, like, I think the franchise is already like they've got the marketing there. Um, that they, they can already bank on a lot of people going to see it based on nostalgia alone. I don't think they need to have Timothy Chalamet or. The no, it, but I, I just I'm, I th- I think that it's it's a long it would be a long process of trying to find the right unknown actors. I mean, Nobody it's po- perfectly who... possible. It's that been done loads of times before. But like, Nobody you need who those. Orlando Bloom was before Lord of the Rings, Matt. Well, yeah, yeah. This is this, is, and he's talked about that about how little he got paid, and and yeah. but it it made his career like, and he was perfect for that role. I I reckon. <laughs> or Maheen coming back in with the the corkers again. So <laughs> Michelle Visage as twin rower. Okay, <laughs> nice one. Yeah, aka Maheen's ever never ending quest to get Jasmine to watch Drag Race. I won't um, do it, Maheen. I'm so sorry. Yeah. Anyway, carry on. Nathan's also coming in with some more casting choices. Jaden Smith is Link. Maybe I don't know. Mm, it's not um, speaking to me. I'd take a Karate Kid too with Jaden Smith uh, over him as Link, though, um, or Asa mm. Butterfield from. I don't Sex think Education I could. Fame. I don't think I could um, watch the movie Innocent if Link. Asa Butterfield was in it. After yeah. seeing him in Sex Education <laughs> and seeing the scenes that he's had in there, I don't think I could take it seriously. Yeah, yeah. Adam yeah. also says that's a mistake. Tom Zendaya to draw the teens in, then link into it a Zelda game and cash in on those sales. Banking on old audiences will be the downfall of the movie. I think this has got to have a broad appeal as opposed to just being. It's got to work. Teen... It's got to yeah. work for both audiences, but I think you've got to you've got to pick like which one you are like leaning towards in terms of in terms of how you're going to present the movie. Like what sort of film, what sort of movie you're going to make. Like, is it going to be bright and airy, or is it going to be dark? Like, and try and make it gritty or whatnot. Because I feel like an uh, an older audience would want something a bit more gritty or want something a bit more like 
have some sort of like it's obviously going to be a fantasy film but like you have some sort of basis in realism like in in that sort of where the characters are tangible and whereas whereas a, a much younger audience might not favor that um did any of you watch the Warcraft movie from like five or six years ago? No. I, I think I watched 10 minutes of it before I turned it off. Yeah, I think that's the problem. And that's what I'm saying. Like, if you go too gritty with it, then uh, like that's why I think it's a Nintendo movie. They're going to want to keep it light and airy. I expect the story for this film to be absolute garbage because the Super Mario Brothers movie was absolute garbage as well, to be honest. And they still made a billion. But yeah, to yeah, our point, yeah. yeah. But to our point earlier of casting unknowns, the Super Mario Brothers movie, did they need Chris Pratt as Mario? No. no, and I would say it's the same situation here. The only like, what, what's his name from Always Sunny? Charlie Day as Luigi. He yeah. was really good, but like, and then people are going to say the whole Jack Black thing. I would argue that Jack Black is playing Jack Black rather than the character of Bowser, to be honest. And I just hope that you know, if they if they do get a Hollywood star to play Link, which I think they are, that that doesn't like counteract. I think what... they will definitely have stars playing Link and Zelda. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and yeah. Ganon. At least. And then everyone else, I don't know what on earth they'll do, but I think for those three sort of like titular characters, I think they'll have. Danny DeVito as Tingle. Come on. Let's see it. Let's see it. <laughs> Adam L says, I actually think Aaron Potter would make a fantastic link. Well, I, I was going to say, if they cast unknowns, we we all might be in for a yeah. chance. <laughs> Matt, who would you want to play? I was would thinking. Of... be Ganon? Come on. Uh, who would Stress I want to play? I'd, I'd, obviously, Zelda. Oh, obviously. What? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, obviously, I want, I want, I want to be. Head of, you need a full head of hair to play Zelda. I want to. Uh... Jasmine, so I was, bloody hell! I was gonna. I was the knife. I, I was gonna say. I was gonna try and make up a, a quick joke, and but then what happened was uh, that cut through and yeah. to my Calling heart. You Calling you out. I'm so sorry. That was really mean. Uh, um... Well. Maheen says, I assume it would follow Ocarina of Time. No, we talked about this a minute ago. Like, I think we, this is probably where the stream out. cut out. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But we were thinking, if not Ocarina of Time, Matt made a good point about, like, well, if they're planning multiple movies, maybe they should go back and tell the story of Skyward Sword initially. And that way it's not a story that too many people know. Cause a lot or it'll be a couple of scenes of flashbacks. Yeah, yeah. But I, That's what if they called the... it, what if it was The Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild? What if that was the movie? If we're talking brand it does recognition, set up, it does set up for. Um, I mean, sequel, it would. So, it would work because it, it's um, it's relevant right now, like yeah. to you know to everybody, like Breath of the Wild and um, Tears of the Kingdom. Tears of the Kingdom. Give Link that stone arm, and then you're. I'm in. Like if that's like the the teaser shot from the trailer, then I'd watch it. Um, but- I feel like if they were to do that... I'd love it if every time they cut to action scenes, it was just gameplay footage. <laughs> well, that's what I was going to say. I don't think that they could do that live action very well. I feel like it looked really crap. Yeah, it was, it's a bit... This is this is what you got to... How do you make those like powers and that magic? And like how do you make that that's feel why real? it needed to be animated. Sony money. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sony yeah money animated much yeah. easier. That, but that's what animated. That's what I'm saying is so difficult about... The way that the games do. Can I just say, like, I, I hate that you're making me play devil's advocate, but like, I, I've been a victim of this before in that, what are Nintendo doing? Tears of the Kingdom looks like the same game. How can I get excited for this? And similar things that we're hearing about this being live action now, like, if I know anything about Nintendo, is that they always go against the grain, they do the unexpected, and somehow, for the most part, it always ends up working. Like, I don't want a live action <laughs> Did movie. Did it work? Did it work? The Mario movie was so bad. 
Yeah, the Mario movie well, was not good. It made money. Um, it, it, it was made, made money, by the people like... who gave us Minions, so I was expecting it to be bad. All right. What do you mean? Minions was great. I don't. What yeah, do I don't. I don't know if that's a. What are you talking about? I don't know if that's a good enough argument though, because like, it, just because it makes money doesn't mean that the 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 work is good. And I didn't think that Mario was very good. Uh, it was a middle of the yeah, road movie. movie. That's what I'm saying. Um, Aaron's here saying, "Oh, it's going to work." And no, I'm yes, it will make good, money. It, it will no. more than likely make money because of like marketing PR and you know whoever they manage to attach to the film. Um, but that doesn't mean it's going to be a good film just because it's made money. Like it's a a financially successful film, which is great for the business because the, that's what. The, but in terms of a consumer and in terms of someone who enjoys the art, that does not like it does, that doesn't fly that's like i i didn't watch the whole mario movie because it, i i found it incredibly boring and just very middle of the road do you know what bothered me about the mario movie it's it was on the topic obviously a lot of things but the licensed music man like when no sleep till brooklyn starts playing in a mario movie i'm like do you know some of the, the mario games have some of the most amazing music ever and yet you're i love the beastie boys don't get me wrong but like why have you got um jump by van halen playing it's and I, uh, just you I know. Didn't even watch the Mario movie. I didn't watch it. Oh. So I, I mean, on Blu-ray, but mm. I would, I would, I would argue the worst part about that film was the story. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I thought, you could sense from the movie. This is just a Mario Brothers movie uh, review now, guys. Everyone, thanks for tuning in. It was literally like you could feel Nintendo being like, "Look, guys, Luigi is the one that needs rescuing. Look how innovative we're being." And it's like, well, you know. You do you, I yeah. guess. I would, I've watched. I would so this much is why it's like the Zelda movie is going to be bad. Yeah. I was going to say a bad word. It's going to be terrible because mm. no matter how much they, how much the budget is, how much work they put into it, whatever director they get, like they are. I don't know who it was in chat that said it. They're going to rely so much on the the name of the film, the franchise of the game, and all this mm. that they're not going to really put the work in that they need to. I the think... only hope you've really got is that if if. Um... If uh, Miyamoto is producing it, and then you've got, um, and then you've got Nintendo themselves co-funding it, uh, that they are going to stay very close to the source material. That's the only hope you've really got, like in terms of being true to the source material and being true to like being able to um, being able to stick to that story and be able to, you know, always the best screen adaptations of books and things are when it when that screen app that that adaptation has been done by the author yeah, um, uh, i think Go- yeah. gone girl um, uh gillian flynn is a really great example of that no, um but um anyway adam l says stick yeah. a wig on him and he will make a great zelda i think that's in reference to you matt from earlier um i'm sorry i'm sorry yeah. <laughs> They can do amazing things these days, you know? Yeah. And if if the hair's the only thing they've got to worry about, which clearly it is, yeah, then it's going to be fine, you know? Um, Nathan says, Chris Hemsworth as Prince Sidon would be perfect. Again, like I feel like whenever a movie is announced, there's like eight actors that everyone's like, well, which, you know, which role can one of these eight actors play? I don't yeah, yeah, yeah. Other yeah, actors yeah. exist, everyone. Yeah. But yeah, um, Nathan says, will Link talk? He never talks. And yeah, we talked about this earlier. Like, I feel like if you cast a big player, then he's going to have to talk as much as I'd hate it. Um, yeah. I don't and think he they... does need to, though. I don't think he does need to. I, th- I think, I think you need to Tom be Holland very, very. Well, no, you took, <laughs> it, it would have to be cleverly, 
cleverly um written and done and um and then you'd need an actor that was really like just gives an incredible performance like without without dialogue which i think a lot of actors would love andrew garfield when he was spider-man when he's in the suit and you couldn't see his face and like he still managed to act with his body so well. I don't I'm know if th- anyone else like got also that, see but, like, Nicolas Cage in Willy's Wonderland. Yeah, he was. Yeah. Nicolas Cage in Willy's Wonderland. I thought you said Willy Wonka. What is this film? I need to see it. Like, Nicolas Cage as Willy Wonka. Yeah, I thought you well. I think I've just made the next big franchise. I think Nicolas Cage as Willy Wonka. Finally, because we've got one more topic to talk about, guys, for the last 10 minutes. Do stick around. Uh, Maheen says, I hope Zelda won't fall into the same trap as Mario. Zelda is more about the mythos and lore and is a bit more Lord of the Ringsy as opposed to prime kids movie material, in my opinion. And I agree. But I think, as we talked about earlier, you can't go too dark with it because otherwise you end up with like a Warcraft and like, you know, millions of people play World of Warcraft. No one showed up for the movie. So you got to make it. He's got to have broad appeal, unfortunately. And then Adam L says Chris Evans' link. Yep, that was this that was the eight factor I was thinking of out of those eight. Um, so yeah, stay tuned for more details on the live action Legend of Zelda movie. It's in development now. I imagine we'll see a trailer. If not next year, the year after. But go and watch the IGN April Fool's Legend of Zelda live action trailer if you did want to sort of set yourself in the mood. I don't know if anybody here has watched that, but yeah, that was no. like 10 years old now. Um Okay, so final final news story of the day. The PS5 Slim teardowns uh, are here and they reveal minimal size difference, uh, putting into question what was the point. Like it or lump it, the PS5 Slim is a very real hardware revision to Sony's popular current-gen console, hitting store shelves later this month. There's no official PS5 Slim release date, though a leaked Modern Warfare 3 PS5 Slim bundle suggests that they'll start to appeal from this Friday. It's all part of the gaming giant's plan to phase out the initial launch model in favor of this new, slightly smaller option. And until now, we've not seen the two models compared, but certain tech experts such as uh, Linus Tech Tips and YouTuber Dave2D have uh, since received the PS5 Slim, and the size difference is... Not really that big at all. So I don't know if you guys have had a chance to have a look at some of these unboxings that have been going around right now. The PS5 Slim is imminent. And so so the launch version's specs are 358 width by 96 height by 216 millimeters depth. And it basically works out that the PS5 Slim is 16 millimeters shorter in height than the standard launch model. It's also That's points... height when it's on its side, by the way. Just so yeah, yeah, yeah. Thank you, yeah, thank you, Jasmine, hardware expert, keeping me honest. Um, and also, obviously, it's slightly lighter. But my big takeaway is, what was the point? What was the point? It's the same price. The consumer's not, you know, saving any money. The only person that's saving money is Sony because they're reducing then what, the size of the you literally just you literally just answered your own question. I know. What was the point? So blatant about money. it. Yeah, obviously. About it. Obviously. Oh. Because they know that they don't need to do anything from here on out. They've, they've, this generation of consoles, they, they are sorted. They are happy. It doesn't matter anymore. <laughs> They're it, sorted. It doesn't matter. Like they can, they've literally made it easier for themselves. They've made it so that they only need one production line now. They don't need to have the digital and the disc edition, like manufactured separately, saving them however much it's going to save them, tons of money. They are good. Now that's it. Simple as. Mm-hmm. And I think people that were expecting a massive difference between the um, two consoles, like the size of the two consoles. I don't know why everyone is expecting it to be such a big difference. I know that that's what Sony have done historically. I know that the difference between like the PS2 fat and slim were like 
was like massive and same with the ps4 but i like you could just kind of tell sony were getting to the end of the they're getting to the point now ps5 is kind of winning the console wars this generation oh it's one it's already over they don't need to put um they don't need to put work in now they're right do you know what i mean they're good yeah that's my opinion anyway don't get me started on the attachable disk drive debacle as well. Do you know what I mean? That's a whole other thing in itself. Uh, I think we've litigated before. Um, in fact, it might have been the last podcast. Um, <laughs> so we've got some comments in the chat. Adam L says, let me get the popcorn to hear why Jasmine <laughs> why Jasmine hates yet another fantastic Sony product. Blind me, Adam L. Another fantastic me. Sony product. What are you talking about? What? Are you, which Which one's the other one? Because if you say the PlayStation Portal, Adam L, me and you ain't mates anymore. Well, we are that's, done. What that's what he's referring to. We are done, uh, yeah. And then we've got Maheen. He says the PS5 Slim is how I feel after going to the gym once, but in reality, there's not much difference. Relatable. Maheen, Maheen, I'm right there with you. And then Adam L says you can have a PS5 in any color as long as it is black. I don't know where you're getting that from because um, I believe that the face plates, the like colored ones, they work on both. But I know there's also like a I like a racing know. stripe around the Slim. Maybe we should have checked. The that. Slim has a stripe on it because that's where yeah. it separates. The, the plate separates, so you can attach the disc drive to it. Um, and then also, when you attach the disc drive, the actual console itself is basically the same size as like a normal disc edition PS5, mm. um, which Except is a bit it's like, disappointing. I think it's like twenty quid more expensive if you buy the Slim digital mm-hmm. and then opt for the attachable disc drive. So you're also, like you need to buy this silly stand for it. Oh. This silly stand that is just done my head in. It's like thirty quid for this stand, so you can stand up your PS5. Do you know what you could do with your current PS5? You could just stand it up. It just stands just stand up on its up. own. Do you know what I mean? Do you know what I mean? Raging. Good. I am raging. She is raging. Nathan yeah. says, also, I've changed my mind with the Project Q after being Nathan, Ill. I don't even want to hear it. I don't even play, want to hear it. Playing FIFA in bed? Oh, that's tempting now, he says. Okay, play it on your phone then. Play it on your phone then. And then Adam L says, yes, Nathan. No, 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 but, play um, on your phone then. Matt, are you bothered about it. the PS5 Slim? Like, I guess you're in agreement with me and I Jasmine, mean, mainly. But... Yeah, what Jasmine said, really. It's it's like, a, it, obviously, they're going to figure out a way to make it for cheaper and then still and then make you pay for all the attachments that are unnecessary but necessary um you know it's it just i i I don't like that they've done it this way because it's just moving into that area of rather than like here's a product and this you buy the product and then that's what you get it's like here's the product but then you need this attachment and then if you want to stand it up you've got to buy this thing so you can stand it and like that just feels like tacky to me like for for when companies do that so i I don't like that um seen pictures of the two consoles side by side that some tech influencers have well they look exactly the same but one's got a black stripe down there they don't look exactly the same are you able to share slim i'm going to see if i can find it the ps5 slim looks like um the way that scott put it that i found it so funny when he he put it on twitter he's like this looks like the game station 5 from poundland (laughs) yeah yeah it looks really really crap like the quality of it looks awful what so, so where it's slit like the top half is matte and the bottom half is gloss. As yeah. I, oh uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, oh, I've got a picture of it that um, Jeff Keeley tweeted. Oh, let's do it, Jeff. Let We've been talking about him. You have to give me a second though because I'm That's not right. good at um, sharing screens and stuff. Ma- Maheen's <laughs> Maheen's still chiming in. Says, "How much is the normal one going to be after the slim comes out? Might get the old one." They Here's are actually the phasing it out. Yeah, they're phasing it out. They're the same price. Mm. This is the PS5 now, and. The tech influencers who did the teardowns on the box, it just says PS5. It doesn't say PS5 Slim. 
So they're really just treating it as if it's the standard model. Here's the tweak. Here's the tweak. Right. Look at this. (laughs) On the left-hand side, you get the PS5 Slim. Looks absolutely disgusting compared to the PS5. It looks horrid. Tell Tell me this isn't... Uh, credit to Scott McRae for this joke, the Game Station Five from Pac-Man. Yeah. I mean, that. yeah, it, it's that's definitely accurate. But to it me, so I'm sorry, but to me, both of them look terrible. I agree with you. I 100 percent agree with you. I, like, with you. I think that look... the PlayStation Five was hideous. Like as soon as I got one and had to put it somewhere in my living room, I stood there for ages. Like, where am I going to put this nasty thing? You have no yeah. idea how challenging it was to find a TV unit. You've spoken about this, this on thing. the podcast I've, before. Uh, yeah. It was like my makers are like people laugh, but like it's my job, right? Like I need to have a PS5 in my living room. That's just yeah. how it is. So like I go to these places and, and like measuring like a you know like an adult, I guess. Um, but yeah, <laughs> Adam L says they had to make the PS5 slim to make room on my shelf for the Project Q to sit next to it. Aesthetics matter, people. Um, it's certainly a choice. It's certainly a choice. I don't think it's the it's the biggest um, testament to the design of your console when you have to constantly add additional like stands and trinkets to Matt's point mm-hmm. earlier. Like a console should be standalone. And I know that the Xbox Series X is a bit boring, but guess what? You can put it sideways. You can stand it up. It's yeah, it's what it is. It's, it feel it just feels like a money grab. Like when someone's charging you thirty dollars for a stand. Like, and you they're know, not even and, trying and to hide and they've, it. They're they've not literally made it. it so it doesn't stand up by itself. Yeah. Like, yeah. it's like yeah. that's that's just come up. That's really low to me. I might be wearing blue, but why do you think I'm not a Sony pony today? Because I don't agree with this PlayStation. Sort it out. Sort it out. <laughs> Aaron Bain in the chat. Aaron Bain says, I'm, nice to see you, Aaron. Says, I'm totally here for the size reductions, but the design changes aren't for me. And love that after selling those cover plates for the last year, they are now completely useless with this new one. There you go, then. So that answers my point. So if you bought one of the colored cover plates, because I guess the way they detach, it's not going to work anymore. Mm-hmm. Um Adam L says, after that pick, I can't even disagree with Jasmine's anger for banter now. 100% right on this one. All right, so there I'm you telling know. you, I'm there never you wrong. Never Isn't wrong. That's not true. I, I am often <laughs> wrong. But this, I'm not wrong about. And then Maheen says, we love a verse console. Verse. What is Am that I getting mean? that right? I don't know, Maheen. You might have to uh, enlighten us there. Uh, uh, yeah. Yes. Yeah. Basically, Please. this console <laughs> is a disaster. But they, <laughs> it's okay that it's a disaster because you're going to be seeing already, it a lot more. Yeah, like yeah. Sony have already made all the money yeah, that they like, need from the PS5. They know that they're 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 working on R and D for the PS6 now. They oh, don't yeah. care. They just need to get they need to get it cheaper to be manufactured so they can keep selling it. That's it. They're getting they're getting rid of. I just read Nathan's comment. Let's not. <laughs> <laughs> um, they are getting rid of the original PS5 like the line for it it's it's done and they've done a really good job at it for themselves they, they don't care about yeah, the consumer they don't anymore. care so and and yeah this is the same company that's putting out the psvr2 and the project port well, playstation, the PlayStation port, right? portal yeah uh, it's been uh, quite a time for playstation but despite all i don't this, think psvr2 was too bad i don't think psvr2 was too what? bad no, Here, no. here's my thing is that I don't just hate on everything that Sony put out. I will say I gave the PSVR 2 a good four out of five stars. I was very, very happy with it. Very devastated that I had to give it to Aaron to review something on and I don't have it anymore. Really, really upset about that. I genuinely really loved the PSVR 2. The only downside was that you needed to spend over a grand to be able to play games on it. This is a whole other debate. I agree with you. The PSVR 2 as a piece of tech, amazing. Mm-hmm. But what the hell is there to play on it? That's yeah, yeah. It always comes back right. to the games, guys. Oh yeah. my <laughs> god! Just get it on the shirt. Just get it. Ah, uh. people. 
get it um <laughs> anyway uh we are we have to unfortunately end the show um we've we gone slightly earlier this week but um guys i've had a lot of fun with you discussing why the rock should or shouldn't be ganon all that jazz i want to thank everybody who tuned in we've had lots of uh names in the chat maheen adam l nathan of course i believe we had william johnson in there a, a, a lovely chap if i do say so myself uh jd incinerator as always kotax you're still asking for modern warfare free codes i respect the hustle but go hang <laughs> someone else my man scott mccray is also in there as well as is there someone else that was everybody but anyway matt jasmine Thank you for joining me. We will Thank be back next week. Thank you for having week. us. No worries. Always a pleasure. Um, yeah, we'll be back next week at the usual time of four o'clock for the next Mirror Gaming walkthrough. Until then, enjoy the rest of your week. Bye-bye for now. <laughs>